we're all afraid, Richter. Of course we are. I've only been afraid once in all my life. I won't let myself be afraid ever again. I am Richter Belmont, last descendant of the Belmont clan, and I kill vampires! Who's king next? Bryce, what did I just see? Because it looked an awful lot like a Nintendo game brought to life in a way that I never would have expected. Is that Nintendo's game? That's right. Hey, everybody, welcome to Cord Killers, the show all about watching the stuff you love, where you want, when you want, however you want it. I'm Bryce. That's Brian. Yeah, that, uh, as it's always been. As it's always been. That was a trailer for Castlevania Nocturne. Did you watch any of the Netflix Castlevania series, uh, Brian? No, no, but I do know that that you were very enthusiastic about it. And okay. and, and it, it had a lot going against it because it's, number one, based on a video game. Number two, American Studio trying to do anime. Number three, mm. on a, a, a non-traditional platform. Sure. And yet it appeared to have nailed all of that and garnered a sequel yeah. and... The sequel looks pretty dope, I'm not going to lie. It looks good. This is going to adapt the uh, the game's Castlevania Rondo of Blood and Symphony of the Night. Uh, this is Vampire Apocalypse, uh, but this is during the French Revolution. This is coming to Netflix September 28th, but they're streaming the first episode the day before on YouTube. So take a look into that if you're interested in that. But uh, uh, this is this is great. More Castlevania. I'm down for it. So uh, the streaming to YouTube, uh, uh, before we dive into the primary target, like what do you think about that as a tactical strategy? Is it, is it a, a lowering a position of Netflix, like acknowledging the, the superiority of YouTube or is... Or is it a oh. gift they're just giving to the world? No, this is just they they can't have they can't do any promotion. They can't promote these things anymore. WGA, WGA, WGA. Yeah. I get it. Okay. It's it's yep. cer that's certainly the Gosh, the most I effective I keep forgetting. at the moment. Yeah. Well, well, and and we were talking about how like when you go into a movie theater, they don't have giant promos. They just have here's a random variety article saying this movie is quite good. <laughs> sure. Or all the all the pre-show clips of. Thank you for coming to the movies. You're the heroes for buying a ticket. And to weird. be fair, they were doing that even before the WGA stuff. Like they were just really happy people were coming back to the movie theater. Yeah. Well, that's just that's just my personal grievance. Now I'm just editorializing. Yeah. Well, let's start with the primary target. Can't editorialize this. Disney's been busy these past few weeks. Today, uh, Monday the, uh, the the 11th, ended a 10-day standoff between Disney and Charter's Spectrum TV uh, over negotiations between linear TV channels like uh, ABC and the Disney Channel, uh, as, uh, as well as the roles of telecoms uh, in streaming. Uh, the D Disney was playing hardball with Charter. The channels were, uh, all of their channels were dark for 10 days. Most of them are back. Uh, and the two companies agreed today to a wholesale agreement to bundle some of Disney's streaming services with select Spectrum TV plans. That means uh, giving folks a free uh, subscription to Disney+, Plus, ESPN+, Plus, or the upcoming ESPN streaming service, which is still undated. We, we missed all of this, Brad, because we were off last week. And so this 10-day incident happened in those four, 14 days. Did 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 uh, well? First off, did you even catch wind that this had happened, um, or see anything ab about this? Because I heard I heard hints about it. I, I heard people mention it, but it didn't affect me. 
to be honest, uh, I'm normally very plugged into the mechanics of these kind of face-offs, but I'm honestly astonished that I heard nothing about this over the last two weeks. And uh, this is the first opportunity to even discuss and unpack all of this. So uh, to be clear, this is not Disney Plus contact or content being a channel on Spectrum. No. This is just Disney Plus as an add-on being available to people who pay for some Spectrum or Comcast thingy. Right. For for Spectrum, it's the chance to be a, a middleman here as the, uh, as a as a facilitator between Disney and and this this TV audience. Um, so that Spectrum still has a role, right? Because if everybody goes to Disney, if everybody just starts streaming, then why do we have a, a linear TV service? If you if you extract if you pull that string long enough, um, and so that's that's what's in it for Spectrum. But this isn't um, like a, a Disney Plus channel. In fact, it's, it's the opposite. It's the idea of a hybrid approach for Spectrum, where uh, you're getting linear TV, but you're also still streaming some amount of content. Um, presumably but, you're paying but, less for TV, but, but it would be like, for example, uh, whatever it is you get, you, you would get access to like, let's say Andor, one of my favorite, uh, Disney plus, uh, properties, huh? but w- would you get access from this or oh, yeah, would it be on demand or would it be linear or, or uh, this, this would be like some of the other, uh, the other bundles. You'll just get a Disney plus, uh, login. Uh, I, I think the ones that they mentioned will be the with ads plan. So for Disney, you're still getting ad revenue off of off of the users uh, but otherwise you would just use this like you would use the disney plus apps and all i think we're kind of out of i think we're only really seeing amazon and apple still doing this the, the channel format where they're also rolling the library of content that data into a new app or into in, in merging it into a larger app so th- uh, there was a time that i definitely full-throatedly was singing the praises of more ads equals more of what we want when we want on whatever device we please. But at this point, more ads just kind of feels like more ads. Uh, Where are you at on that? Like, is this a general thumbs up for our agenda or a thumbs down? I think this is a general thumbs up, mainly because if you get, if you, for, for, I think this is all upside for Disney. I, I think that this is Spectrum and the telecoms trying to put anything back in the, in Pandora's box. If you, if you get people to use Disney plus and they realize, oh, I could just go here and all my stuff's here. And if I don't really care what I want to watch, they'll recommend stuff. I think once you get enough people used to that, we might see a retraction in linear TV. I mean, radio's not dead. It's still around, but is it? But it's not what it, it was 50, 60 years ago. And I think this is a very a big uh, concern that the telecoms who offer internet and TV and phone ha- are, are having to, to, to wrestle with. It's a difficult reality. So actually, I think radio is a really good uh, counterexample here because uh, while radio itself is nowhere near the behemoth it was in the 1980s or 90s or whatever, Mm -hmm. it's a very reduced thing. However, it is also a very highly targeted thing. If somebody is listening to AM talk radio, Mm -hmm. you can immediately intuit an awful lot about who you're talking to. And that's why you can run an ad for an HVAC company. That's why you could talk about um, sure. They're very, they're certain, very local. Political. Yeah, exactly. Right. Sure. Um, and I, I wonder if we're seeing a version of that where, yes, all of a sudden the numbers are going to go way, way down, but you will know exactly who you're talking to if you want to spend money on ads. 
may maybe that 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 almost implies that Charter wants to get into bed with Disney's ad selling part of Disney Plus, right? Like in I, I'm assuming that the the bones of this transaction are. Uh, Spectrum will get a cut off of off of selling people these sale uh, these uh, you know subscriptions because they'll get a wholesale price whatever so they'll get a cut on offering that transaction but it's not like they will also get residuals on on these certain customers who are watching ads facilitated by Spectrum unless there's some other thing where there is a broader way for a consumer to be tracked across apps, right? If there was a world where, okay, Spectrum maybe acts as a as a phone home or some geographical thing, but I, I, I don't even think that they're necessarily needed for that either. This is all about what do we need Spectrum for? Well, well, in, um, we'll talk about this in Spoiler in Time, but today's watch for Spoiler in Time mm-hmm. was, I believe, the first time that we had on the agenda of Miami Vice episode. And for a brief while, the only way to get it was to just pay the two bucks and buy it or the three bucks and buy it in HD. Huh. Um, and there were no ads. Uh, and now all of a sudden they're offering ads again. And I, I just didn't have time to do the calculus or think about it. And so I was like, whatever's fastest, just go. And so I got mm-hmm. ads and I have complicated feelings about how much the ads affected my enjoyment of the entertainment. Uh, how, how much do you think people are thinking about how ads shape your experience when you're watching a thing? Uh, well, that's tough, right? Because we've got we've had so many people who are used to services that just don't have ads historically at this point. Um, but you also have the power of free. If you give if you could give people free, they'll put up with yeah. a lot. The F word is a very powerful it's word. A, it's a powerful four letter word, but uh, but so but so the question is finding that gap. In fact, this kind of leads into our second Disney Disney topic here. Uh, Disney Hotstar uh, uh, is offering free cricket streaming uh, to users with a, a phone or tablet in India after competition for the rights to the IPL cricket uh, 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 league. And, and, and to be clear, Hotstar is the India version of Disney Plus and right. cricket. We're not talking about the wireless service. We're talking about the sport, sport that was the proto baseball, right? Right. Uh, and so uh, apparently those rights to show the IPL cricket uh, uh, games uh, were not uh, stopped being exclusive to Disney. Disney had had them under a paid plan, um, but then... Uh, a, another company, Geo Cinema, also got the rights and started offering it to users for free. So people left Disney's paid plan and went to Geo's uh, uh, from uh, a source who told Reuters, quote, we were bullish on Indian subscribers' propensity to pay. That's not worked out. Free cricket is the only bullet left. So talking about the power of free, this is an instance where uh, presumably Disney would have loved to have gotten these users to pay something for this this content, right. but now they really have to compete in free space, which is not the free ticket. So imagine there's a sport that you care very much about, and you are, oh, I don't know, say, a member of the world's largest democracy, a billion people plus. If you had a choice, would you personally choose, and by the way, write us, cordkillers at gmail.com, would you personally choose to watch the actual event unfold live with ads or watch the facts of the event unfold via, let's say, 
the Unreal Engine or some kind of app that just cartoonizes and shows you the game as if you're watching it, but you're not watching the actual game. Uh, you're watching the facts of the game unfold. Of the game, like, 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 like. Wait, okay. and part- well, you're describing. Well, see, the thing that you're describing is the ESPN app, which just gives you the play-by-play. Exactly right, and and uh, I'm also thinking about how much my children love baseball, uh, which you introduced us to. A, yeah, uh, uh, where, where it's nothing but the facts of a game that isn't even really happening. It's just facts about a theoretical game. Uh, but mm-hmm. but how much do we hate ads and what would we be willing to sacrifice to avoid them is the question I want to bring up. Uh, well, uh, presumably the answer will be an amount of money. Um, I, I, I think it's it's two different let, types of viewers. Let, I think it's two different types let, of viewers. Let's say both are free. Uh, uh, there's one, no, they can't be free because, mm-hmm. yeah. So you, you either, it either has to be free and we're paying with, here, okay, here's a bigger thing where uh, uh, fast services uh, tend to be, that term tends to be used uh, a, a little while, widely, um, but there are multiple different types of free, right? You have Disney Plus with ads where you pay a reduced price and you watch it with ads, same with Netflix with ads, but then you also have services that are entirely free. Uh, whether that's Pluto and Tubi, whether that's YouTube or formerly Vimeo or in Daily Motion, uh, there's a gap between those two because one of those, well, I guess one of those is free and one of those is it, free. It, this is the part where I remind everybody that you can pay for an ad-free experience on Peacock, but they still feed you ads for other Peacock shows, even though you paid for ad-free. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that I think that's where that battle will be, not between free and paid, because it seems like with paid, prices are only going to keep going up, right? We've only been talking about price hikes. In fact, today the, the, today the price change we'll be talking about is shocking because it's a price reduction. But other than that, prices keep going up. Um, yeah, sports is a curious animal because uh, I, I, I honestly don't know if you're paying for the in-the-moment experience. And we saw a few months ago, you know, that horrific experience where a, a, a dude appeared to die on the field like is that what you want or do you want the facts of that tale <laughs> told to you in real time well well uh but i i and i don't even know that disney or spectrum have or or host i don't know i don't i don't know that there's that that amount of editorial control from from the platforms hmm. i mean ne- neither do i these yeah. these just email ask, us. I'm just asking questions. Boardkillers <laughs> at gmail.com. Uh, well, here, here's one final Disney thing for you. Uh, finally, Disney and Comcast have changed their agreement uh, regarding Hulu's ownership. While a final price tag hasn't been announced, the companies uh, are, uh, uh, reports are that the companies will begin uh, transferring Comcast's stake in Hulu to Disney uh, starting on September 30th instead of January of next year. The deal could potentially set Hulu's value at $27.5 billion, though Comcast CEO Brian Roberts suggested it could be even higher than that. Um, and so this has been in the cards for a long time of, of Comcast Universal getting out of Hulu um, and Disney wanting to snatch up all of the remaining stakeholders in that. How would you feel, Brian, about Comcast getting out of the Hulu game, given that you would hope that this means that they will strengthen Peacock because of that? Hulu has always been, as, as we've talked about for 15 years, um, in my heart, a 
problematic, uh, a challenging brand because it was number one, as I've said before, it was conceived to stick it in the face of YouTube of, oh, uh, you're saying just anybody wants to go on your channel just for the content, we'll show you we're a conglomeration. We're the Avengers of content owners and we're going to make Hulu and we're going to hope that it fails so that we can shove it in your face. YouTube, guess what? Hulu did quite fine. And then we've seen a number of consolidations and now it's in the awkward phase of being mostly owned by Disney. To be honest, the faster it's totally owned by Disney, the faster it gets to be FX or, or the Fox side of things, the grown up side of Disney mm -hmm. so that Disney plus can be the family side of Disney is what I would recommend for my unpaid advice. Uh, where are like you they, at? But they can do that. They could do that today with uh, with like the only the only thing that changes is presumably how much money Disney could take away from Hulu, uh, because because they they want to keep Disney content on there, and it would be, it would it would behoove them to keep. To me, it would behoove them to keep Comcast or another broadcaster involved only so that they all have incentive to continue using Hulu as the TV thing, not Disney's TV thing, but the whole Disney, the whole TV. Like I, I only because like, yes, you're, you're the, the YouTube part of that history is right. But you also look at the way that all of those channels and broadcasters were streaming their video before Hulu. And it was bad. You know, you, you would talk about like, oh, well, you see a lot of the same ads and you see them a lot. It was three times as worse yes. because you were on NBC.com and they were trying to roll it themselves. And I think the idea of Hulu worked because you got all you got a lot of people and a lot of channels under one roof. And I think that couldn't that will be a detraction if NBC or Comcast find a reason to get out of the Hulu game. I believe you are 100% correct in terms of the customer journey. Mm -hmm. But if you are a stakeholder uh, in any of the parties involved, then uh, if you're, if you are Disney plus, you're asking, why aren't we keeping all the money from Hulu? If you are universal, you're asking, why aren't we getting more money from Hulu? Sure. So, so, so knowing that all of them have knives out for each other, uh, uh, it, it doesn't surprise me that we've seen Hulu kind of spinning around in circles. Like the best mm. Hulu has done is FX originals on Hulu plus or, or, I mean, they or have Hulu a, plus as a cable replacement service. Yeah. I mean, they have a, they, they have their, their live TV service, which is doing well. And, and I think they are a strong contender when it comes to VOD. It, it, it will be strange to see because especially if Disney is running Hulu and ESPN plus uh, and Disney Plus, and any number of kids apps, uh, and this upcoming ESPN uh, direct-to-consumer flagship, flagship streaming service. Uh, hey, if you bundle those up, then maybe, maybe hey, bundle up, maybe bundle up Warner and bundle up uh, 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 NBC, and then, then you have a telecom, then you have cable, then you have actually just recreated cable, I, and then all you've done is cut Spectrum out of that. <laughs> I, 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 to bring I, think, I think you brought up uh, the elephant in the room, which is ESPN. ESPN needs to be totally separate from everything. But right now it's mm -hmm. so entangled. It's, it, it had these multi-year contracts with the cable companies. It had multi-year contracts with, uh, it, it, there's a reason it's entangled with Hulu and so on. Sure. ESPN should live in its own ecosystem. Hulu should be grown-up programming or television writ large. Uh, and uh, and Disney Plus should be family entertainment only, 
And uh, right now, it's just going to take a while for all of those contracts to expire mm -hmm. so everyone could disentangle and make their own lanes. I guess for Disney, the question will be, what does that look like? How do you consolidate that more? Or do you, right? Does it make sense to have four uh, different quadrants of the Disneyverse, or does it make more sense to go to Warner? Presumably, we'll talk about them in a little bit, but presumably Max, Max and Warner are looking for a more all-in-one option, similar to Peacock. Peacock's got options uh, uh, between, uh, between different plans. It will be interesting to see what shakes out as, as I don't know, the most successful. I personally am a fan of uh, everything pretending like it's its own independent stripe and secretly being under a big umbrella. But, uh, but, but when mm -hmm. it comes to board, you know, board meetings and talking to investors, they all want to hear what's the one thing that makes all the money. So I, I, I don't know where they're going to go, but, uh, but, but, but if, if they paid me, which they don't, uh, then that's what I would advise. But you know who does pay me, Bryce? Oh, uh, 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 okay. It's not big TV. Maybe a small TV. Small TVs? Yes. <laughs> Think smaller, my friend. Oh, uh, the silver screen. The bronze screen. Ugh. The pewter screen. Think, Think cheaper, my friend. Oh, oh uh, 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 ooh, uh, the radio. The radio... Ready the, the silicon screen. <laughs> it's beach sand. That's who pays me. Ah. And you know what they pay? How do they pay? Well, we gave them a reduction in price, and uh, uh, there's one there's one patron who every time I increase or decrease the amount that I expect, I see the Patreon notice uh -huh. that they have exactly adjusted. So I'm gonna say, congratulations. We want more of you. <laughs> so now it's only $1.31 oh. to be our boss. Head on over to patreon.com slash cord killers. That's right. Patreon.com slash cord killers. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. You'll get early access to all the content. You'll get your own mm -hmm. RSS feed. You'll get the smug satisfaction of being one of our bosses. Be smug. And you'll go to the top of the email queue. Just give us $1.31 per episode That's right. at cord killers. Uh, or mm -hmm. patreon.com slash cord killers. Oh, he's just about had it. All right, let's find out uh, how to, uh, what to watch in Under Surveillance. Nailed oh, it. We both nailed We're it. Both We're both great. We got it. <laughs> I don't even know why we had the other guys. <laughs> uh, we also have some Max news today. Max will, uh, first off, reportedly start offering free sports later this year. Uh, uh, it, uh, if, if, um, uh, oh, sorry, from The Verge, you may only get to watch free sports for a few months, though, as sources tell Bloomberg that it will make viewers start paying in February or March of next year. Now, this is strong. If, if Max is able to work in sports, show users how, how much convenience there is in a free, uh, in a free version, and if they can beat ESPN to the game, this, this could be really big for Max. What do you? How do you? How do you feel about that, Brad? It, it 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 depends on how they implement it. Uh, depending on the user interface, I could picture opening up Max, intending to watch our flag means death or whatever. But all of a sudden, I'm seeing the middle of you know some major sporting event that I'm excited about. Yeah. I could see myself being lured into associating it with live sports. But to be honest, the Max brand, the HBO brand, uh, all of the associated brands, uh, I, I think of them more of as uh, places for the documentaries about the sports than the live updates on the sports. Uh, that feels like an uphill battle to me, but what about you? 
I think because we covered, I think it was uh, on our last episode that uh, uh, they're planning to offer CNN uh, in Max as well, some sort of news option. Whether now, it's now, paid or now not. CNN in my mind lives as its own brand of up to the minute, reasonably air quotes, but unbiased uh, news. Um, uh, uh, whereas I, I, I don't feel that for any of HBO or Max. Well, but Turner. But if we're talking about Turner, Turner's got these. This Turner's got these rights. You know, it's not like they don't already have have uh, 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 NBA rights, NFL rights, and uh, uh, MLB rights. So they they know how to 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 you know just turn these games around. Show that you get. I I just think it's uh, uh, it's great timing with them and ESPN. Uh, yes, they they do have the chance to to snatch victory out of ESPN's hands because they're tied up and taking their time. And in the chat, Lon makes makes a very good point. HBO used to be synonymous with live boxing events, so sure. there there is a precedent for it. Um, just- and HBO does have uh, it's not big, but they do have a lot of sports, not just the sports docs like Hard Hard Knocks, but they do have like. Sports journalism with real with real right. sports, you know, uh, 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 and also even uh, uh, I think their number one thing right now is winning time, a right. fictionalized version of, of real sports events. That's right. So so it's like uh, HBO is cozy with sporting. So there there isn't there is a move there. And ESPN is kind of lollygagging on the live stuff. So, you know what? I, hmm. I, I, I think you've convinced me. I, I rescind my rejection and. <laughs> I, I think that there's a real opportunity here for for Max to uh, to to snipe something out of the hands of yeah. ESPN. Well, uh, that's not the only chance. Uh, we've been talking about how streaming TV is moving away from expansion and into consolidation. Uh, as it makes that transaction a transition, you can see more partnerships and collaborations. Here's a new one today. Max, the service with HBO, Ugh. will offer. 200 episodes of titles from rival streaming service AMC Plus for two months, starting September 1st, going until October 31st. AMC Plus offers uh, shows from the AMC family of networks, shows like Killing Eve, Fear the Walking Dead, Interview with the Vampire. The shows will be in a tab labeled, quote, AMC Plus Picks on Max and will not have ads run against them, even if you are subscribed to the ad-supported version of Max. Is this AMC trying to uh, grow more awareness of their shows and their scre- streaming service? Are they testing the waters on becoming just a supplier of shows instead of trying to run their own platform? Brian, what do you think this means for AMC? I think it's two things. Number one, it is a press release that AMC does not intend to create their own service. Because oh, uh, if, if I mention an AMC show, whether it's Walking Dead, whether it's Better Call Saul, uh, whether it's Mad Men, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. um, you can think of what platform you saw it on, whether it's cable television, whether it's uh, Sling TV for a while on Better Call Saul, whether it's uh, uh, buying them on Amazon or, or whatever. But, but never do you think of amc.com you only think amc plus or or whatever it was right like like so so as a result if they're giving up on this this is an excellent way for them to get leverage on other people's platform essentially this reads to me like they're they're playing the bachelorette they're putting themselves out there and (laughs) asking 
Who likes AMC? You like angels? Oh, yeah. is, uh, is, is, is that crazy? Is that too far out there? No, I don't. And uh, part of this is, uh, you know, thinking about that list of shows you mentioned, uh, here are some shows that are not a part of this. Mad Men, The Walking <laughs> Dead, Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul. <laughs> <laughs> but but my point still stands. No, no, you're, no, you're right. It's like that... All of those bullets in AMC Plus Solster aren't can't do they can't use them. Uh, so it it, it is. I, I think the big thing about this is it it's a little stunty. I I think this is the first big one. I mean, I guess we talked about uh, HBO shows going on Netflix last month or the month before, um, and and to to uh, apparently large success on Netflix's rankings. This is just the next one to do it right. This was. Uh, uh, for HBO on Netflix, that was a Lilyhammer moment. For AMC Plus on Max, maybe right. this is the House of Cards or Arrested Development moment. And then this just becomes common. Oh, well, Max, has, Max has got some AMC stuff this week. Oh, Peacock's got some uh, some some racing stuff this week. Like you know, they, it, it, there there's there's more. I'm, I'm sure more streamers would love to do free weekends. More content libraries would love to have free weekends. Well, and keep in mind, uh, not everything has to collapse into tidy columns. You know, it could be that everything stays messy forever. And maybe this is just AMC announcing, hey, man, uh, we're very promiscuous. We will go on whatever network will write us a check. We are okay with that. We have excellent content. Yeah. We're AMC. It stands for... Uh, you know what? I'm not even going to try to make uh, amazing <laughs> content. Plus, <laughs> a couple of other uh, what to watches for you. Our flag means death is returning to Max on October 5th with another accelerated weekly schedule. Three episodes will come out at first, followed by two episodes a week, and then the finale on October 26th. Uh, I, I'm excited. Uh, it seems uh, like uh, this is also Max co-signing on how that first season was released in kind of a few episodes per week. Brian, I, I can't wait. I, I, I am not able to wait. Okay, so first, let's talk about the structure. Uh, I did not expect to be this way, but in the argument of do you go week after week or do you go binge everything at once, HBO, Max, Max, whatever you want to call it, they nailed it. It's short bursts. Uh, as a matter of fact, we saw... Disney uh, uh, emulated with the first three episodes of Andor all at once and then moved to a hybrid week over week model um, experiment. All of this experimentation is good. All I know is that our flag means death was one of the most precious discoveries of that year when I was watching television. I also know that uh, I, uh, my, my daughter was, I think, 12 or 13 when it came out and it just wasn't for her. She's 15, about to turn 16, and boy, oh boy, does she get the deeper message of Our Flag Means Death, mm -hmm. and it has been a blast to revisit it again, and I cannot wait for this to come back. It is one of the greatest shows I've ever seen. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, CBS, speaking of great shows, CBS is working with Casper Kelly of the viral Too Many Cooks video to release five animated shorts set in Star Trek settings. The first one is out now called Skin a Cat, and the rest will come out on Wednesdays on Star Trek's official YouTube channel and website. I watched the I watched that first one, Skin a Cat. It's only about three minutes long. Pretty good. Pretty good. It's These are really one-note jokes that they've written a very long press release for, but they're good. Wait. Were you familiar with the background of the particular universe that each one note joke 
took place in? I, I've only seen this first one. It's not the, these aren't even like multiple jokes. This is one three minute video that came out today. And then next week, I'm sure will be another three minute video. Um, I did not need to for, for the one that I saw. But, uh, but, but it was based in what the Voyager universe. It was old school animated. It, it, it was, it was, it, it kind of looked like this one here in the graphic, whereas cell shaded simulated old cell style. Yeah. I, th- I, I think that's, that's uh, 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 what's his name from Voyager. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, check that out. Uh, lastly, a new trailer uh, for Loki season two came out. Uh, that is going to start streaming on Disney plus October six. We, we really dug, uh, season one of Loki minus maybe the last, <laughs> the last that little monologue at the end. Uh, I, 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 we 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 found the overuse of the uh, Unreal Engine powered digital set a little bit tedious, but outside of that, we really enjoyed enjoyed Loki. Uh, to be honest, this was one of those that I was afraid to watch. I didn't watch it. Did did you? I did. Uh, I did. This is as an exciting trailer. Um, but I was already excited, so I guess I didn't need the, the another excitement. Like, did I'm it ready. confirm for you that Loki was going to continue to be Doctor Who in the MCU? Um, uh, we'll see. We'll see because this you know Marvel. You know Marvel. They like to tell a long serialized story. They want to. They like to give you a, a, a prompt that could be. Oh, it could be procedural. We could do a Loki procedural all the time. But we got we to put him in this movie. Loki, and then we, we need uh, you to fix yet another problem in the universe in space and time. Right. Go. They don't, they don't do that. <laughs> uh, but uh, but uh, looking forward to that. That's uh, October 6th on Disney+. Plus. Uh, it's time for uh, uh, Eyes On, a little bit of what we've been watching lately. Brian, what are you been watching? Oh, lately? my gosh. I'm so glad Tom's not here because Tom doesn't like when I talk about video games. But guess what I'm going to talk about? I'm going to talk about a video game. Okay. I'm going to talk about a video game that's been under my nose for like three or four weeks. And I couldn't. Finally, I finally couldn't ignore it because the reviews for Baldur's Gate are so good. Baldur's Gate 3 that I I went back to it and it brought back to life everything I loved about the original tactical strategy of Fallout. Uh, it brought back to life everything I loved about the D&D movie. Uh, and it actually fixed things that my child was complaining. Like, well, technically a tiefling should look like this. Guess oh, what? God. There they are. You could do it. And uh, most importantly, the, the way the game plays is if you can think of it, most likely you can do it. Like whether it's uh, shooting an arrow at the top of a chandelier to drop on somebody, or instead of shooting an acid arrow at a person, shoot it at their feet and then use charisma to cause them to walk towards you or, or having one character talk to a shopkeeper while the other one robs the place blind. It is wildly creative and it's quite good. And from what I understand, quite authentic to the D and D mythos. It's excellent. I really dig it. Well, it's an official D and D thing. So uh, presumably it would be pretty close. Uh, Yeah. Very awesome. I uh, uh, I also uh, well no not also I I do have a video game oh, yeah, related yeah, yeah. I was about to say it's oh. it's about as also it's just the other side I'm talking about a movie that's a video game you're talking about a video game that's a movie and it's really not even about the video game it's <laughs> Gran Turismo I finally got a chance to catch uh, Gran Turismo the Neil Blomkamp uh, uh, racing action movie this is a good this is a good movie like it's it's is not, it is it good or cute oh it's good I. It, I it's good. It's good. They do a good job. Like there is, so there are stakes. 
there is a bit of stakes. They do. They, uh, it's based off a real story. So it's based off the real story of a kid who was very good at driving the game, driving in the Gran Turismo video game. So they put him in a car and they let him drive, and he was okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what a sales pitch! <laughs> if you want to see that story made real with the sheriff who punches people in real and Stranger Things, uh-huh. boy, do we have the movie for you! And Legolas, and Legolas. Uh, it's, it, it is a really good story. It's a, it is a fascinating story. Uh, it does run up against some of uh, probably the uh, more tragic sides of motorsport. Um, and, and I think they do a pretty good job of taking Yan's story um, and what does happen to him um, and also telling a very good underdog story. I will say by the end of the movie... Kind of forgot we were talking about Gran Turismo. Kind of not a lot of Gran Turismo here. Kind of just a a, a good underdog story, and the Gran Turismo logo. I mean, w- 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 wouldn't that be like like me not knowing anything about the original story? That would be my hope is that it would start off like I'm gonna go see the move the video game thing, and then yeah. like forget that it's a. It, yeah. To be honest, kind of like the D and D movie where it's like sure. I, I went in like, oh, let's see what you do with D and D. I'm like, I don't care. I love all of this. And I guess, and I guess maybe uh, just to put a, I guess a button on it, subtextually, like it kind of makes sense, right? I mean, it follows Yan's story, right? He starts playing the game. We start spending a lot of time telling you how great Gran Turismo is, uh, but at the end, he is a real sports car, a sports car driver. He's still a driver. Uh, sportsman. He's a sportsman. He's the racist. He's the fastest racist out there. <laughs> he's a racist. <laughs> but, uh, but in a similar way, the movie and Yan go from video game to real sport. So I think that's that's maybe more there. Anyway, check it out. It's called Gran Turismo. I think it's still in the theaters. Uh, if you've got something we should be on the lookout for, please uh, let us know, cordkillers at gmail.com. How will they send us that email, Brian? Uh, I recommend using a computer, and not just oh, any computer. Wow. Uh, take it from me, Brian Brushwood, who just spent... Uh, a whole 12 hours downloading Baldur's Gate 3. You're going to want a nice computer to run that game on and you better get it from doghousesystems.com. Head on over to doghousesystems.com slash rogues. Spell it right. R-O-G-U-E. You'll get an extra goodie and most importantly, you'll be paying back the deep, deep debt that we owe them for all of the loaned systems that make this show possible. That's right. Thank you to our friends doghousesystems. Doghousesystems.com slash rogue. And Brian, what else should people check out? Ooh, I'm holding my powder. It's getting ready hold that to be pa- hold that powder. Wait, wait, it's getting ready to be holiday season, and as you know, uh, we work really, really hard to have exceptional gifts over at scamstuff.com. I will say that it, for people who already know what I'm talking about, mm. there is a secret puzzle box that we're working on that we have not publicly announced yet. Uh, it's the best thing ever, uh, uh, Bryce. I'm going to speak in code. Yeah. Um, you know that there's a special ingot that comes inside hmm. this puzzle box. That's right. And you know that the ingot is comprised of both earth metals, pieces of the actual physical property that we live on. And I, I don't know if I've mentioned it here. We're literally buying meteorites from space. So to put into the ingots, right? From that space. Yeah. Uh, from the out that there one? space, that like, like what? they land meteorites land on earth oh, and then man. we buy them and then we melt them into this ingot. Is it the same as that space? Two things we found out. There's also space over there. I think number one, one, each ingot uh, is hand numbered by Ryer. But mm-hmm. n- most importantly, uh, we found out that they're slightly magnetic, <laughs> and <laughs> it's not from the elements on Earth. It's from the elements from space. Oh. 
Hey. So they, they will, we will finally find out what they have instead of north and south polarity out in space. Scamstuff.com. Here's the thing I didn't know until three days ago. Hmm. They fluoresce. Oh. Uh, a, a, a Ryer is a genius, and he put a black light over them, and they fluoresce different colors. It is wild. I mean, wow. I mean, so if, later on in the after talk, I'll send you a picture of it, but oh, I'm excited. this is going to be a good one. Well, uh, uh, go on over to scamstuff.com or go to gimme.scamstuff.com. Get on an email list and uh, uh, join join the people in the know. Some people already know what we're talking about. Yeah, uh, gimme.scamstuff.com. You may win something for free, but most importantly, you'll be in the know. That's right. All right. Uh, well, let's uh, uh, let's uh, talk about the front lines. Front lines. Now that HBO's succession has wrapped up, creator Jesse Armstrong has spoken up about the true meaning behind the ambiguous pen mark in the final season. Speaking in London, Armstrong said, if you were crossing something out, you wouldn't start underneath, would you? So, oh man, that's kind of a bummer because the the ambiguity of that moment was, was a pivotal plot point. So basically he's saying, yeah, no, it was underlined. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But okay. here's here, here, like, I get, I get, I get what you're saying. Right. Cause like it is, it, it is maybe, and, and, and uh, Jesse even says like, now that the show's off the air or now I'll talk about it. I didn't want to talk about all the show was on, but, um, uh, a, it shows a lot of intentionality and B like maybe this show doesn't deserve an, an, a, 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 an ambiguous question mark in it. Maybe this show doesn't deserve like a Sopranos finale moment. Like this is succession we're talking about here. It's all about uh, id and 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 giving to 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 pleasure. I, don't know. Uh, I mean, I mean, yeah, yes. Uh, the entire show is filled with ds words, uh, <laughs> <laughs> dip s words. That's right. Um, uh, meanwhile, Tubi announced that they have seventy four million monthly active users, up from sixty four million six months ago, and that they measured four billion streaming hours in the first half of twenty three. Nielsen ranked Tubi at one point four percent of streamers' streaming time in July, just behind rival fast service. Pluto, so to be in the game. Yeah, that free, free man. Like, I think we. I guess we need to. I would need to. I, I'm about to complain about something, and I don't know if I could. You're almost about, about to make a sentence. <laughs> My, uh, uh, by the way, by the way, my daughter interrupted me today, and she just said, "Dad, a word. Actually, a string of words. It's called a sentence." <laughs> I, I just, I want YouTube.com, the YouTube service, to be counted among these fast channels. I really want to see what that lines up with Pluto, Pluto and Tubi, because to me, it's a, it is the same thing. It uh, is the same so, thing. So, so question. Um, who who loses in that scenario? Like, is there a reason that that YouTube is not fighting to be included in these numbers? Because I agree mm-hmm. with you. I think I think low key quietly, YouTube is dominating so hard they almost don't want to tell the world how hard they're crushing. Maybe maybe that draws more attention from the FCC or regulators about the exactly. way that content. Yeah, I think that if they can keep possible. it quiet that they're marketing, you know, chocolate bars with delta eight to children and they they want that to stay that way that's still illegal you shouldn't be doing that one uh all right well here's something that uh, you you should be doing stars is lowering 
I, yeah, I said that right. Well, I almost said it right. Lowering the price of their annual plan from $74.99 to $69.99 a year. This is after Stars raised the price of their monthly plan by a dollar to $9.99 a month. Quote, as one of the few streaming networks that is profitable, we are always looking for ways to drive success for the business while providing great values to our customers, said Allison Hoffman, president of domestic networks at Stars. Brian, they did it. They're bringing the prices down. Bryce, it stars. Is is this a case of With a Z. the old meme of weird flex, but okay? <laughs> like it really seems like they're flexing in the weirdest way. Oh yeah, I know we're just so profitable. <laughs> Us and our ten thousand subscribers make a lot of money. We love our show. I, I, I now keep in mind there was a time that stars was so valuable it was a problem and that's the reason that netflix invested in netflix originals um mm -hmm. i think we've told the story over a decade ago when tom and i were at ces and we were talking to netflix and they were like and it's like oh my gosh you guys have all these incredible star shows and they kind of you know scrunched up and we're like yeah that's not sustainable we're, yeah. we're trying to do our own thing here so uh to I would imagine that stars is happy to be out of that entanglement and, uh, and now actually, you know, trying to run free. I, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Well, uh, here's something we do know. Max is adding a, a top 10 ranking of its new releases. Uh, these are for shows and movies in the first six or eight weeks of their release. Currently, The Flash is the number one movie in the U.S. Hard Knocks is the number one in series. A view is counted for each profile that watches two minutes of the show or a series or movie uh, per day. This is one of those that I have complicated feelings about because yeah. it's obviously manipulative. However, it obviously works. Wait, uh, wait, wait, how I, I would, it's obviously manipulative, manipulative. Yes. Uh, 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 social proof really resonates with people. Part of the reason that YouTube among all of the crop between your daily motions, your uh, Google videos or what have you, Positive. part of the reason that YouTube accelerated was because they gave the social proof of how many other people had viewed this content. So you knew you were unlikely to be a sucker, or if you were a sucker, you had good company or a lot of company. Uh, so, okay. so, uh, and that's, we, we, we've pre previously talked about like, why does Nielsen report what other people are doing when there's no ads? Uh, but, and the answer of course is the consumer wants to know like, okay, what, I don't know if it's good or not, but, but, but give me something that I could talk about with friends. And in that regard, those, those rankings are important. Um, uh, uh, I, I'm still figuring out where I am on this. Where are you at on, on this practice? Uh, th this makes sense. This makes a lot of sense. Um, uh, <laughs> if, if they didn't have a number, this would just be another category that just says, the most popular releases, hottest releases. Like, I, I think it's good if they're going to give us some metric to to base and rank these shows off of, because because I think I think people want that. I think you're right that there is power power in the social proof of it, but I think that power comes from people wanting to know what the best thing is. Presumably, 
these are the best things because most people, the most people are watching them, sticking with them. Or, or at least to know what the most popular things are, because uh, some people will like me will be comfortable with like, I'll look at the most popular thing and then decide why I hate it. (laughs) You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, is it Ars Technica or ARS Technica? Ars Ars Technica has a eulogy for the now ended iTunes movie trailer app. Once YouTube became the go-to place for trailers and videos, the iTunes directory got fewer software updates and features. Users are now just redirected to Apple TV's app. Um, That seems fine to me. Like, let's all call it like it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because everyone else who's doing, like, trailers, movie trailers and stuff, have they have... an angle, right? You've got your Fandangos and your 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 Regals who want to sell tickets. They want to sell tickets. Apple and, and iTunes don't have a, a reason to do that anymore. And there's not really any public good of being around. Well, and, and we've talked about this before. Like YouTube has become so ubiquitous that uh, as a consumer, if I'm looking for a thing and it's not on YouTube, I get irrationally angry. So all of a sudden, I hate the thing for not being on YouTube. Yeah. So uh, maybe this was a, a wise move on their part. Yeah. Well, here's a, uh, here's a move for you. Well, you tell me if it's wise. Disney announced the Disney Legacy Animated Film Collection, an 18 Blu-ray uh, collection of 100 Disney films. Walmart is taking pre-orders at a price of $1,500. The films cover the entire span of Disney. And it also includes physical goodies and codes for digital versions of every movie. The Verge says the list has, quote, very... Uh, very few of the mediocre direct-to-video snoozers that the company produced uh, uh, over the years. Hey, Bryce. Hi. Every movie? It's a hundred big movies. Every movie. It's a hundred big movies. Can you think of any mixed live-action and oh animated movie? You're the only one who wants that. You're the only one... <laughs> Every movie. No one said every movie. It's a hundred movies. Does it have that part in the Aristocats? Uh, Where the two cats move in tandem and they sing a song about how they are, if you please. Does it have that one in there? If what what you want us to do is remind us that Disney has a checkered history over a hundred years, then it is agreed that Disney made some this checkered choices over 100 years. My my point being, this would have been an excellent opportunity for them to just own everything. Like, just say, it's literally everything. You guys decide how you feel about it. Who wants it? Do, do you, like, what, what, what happens if they do that? Take just, I, I'm, I'm extending this bit. I'm extending this last story. Uh, Let, I, they, oh. Let's say they put it, put... Song of the South or one of the, yeah. one of the other whatevers on this collection, which I'm sure is not actually on it. What what does that change? What does that make Disney a better company to you? Uh, actually, I think it does because it's an artist owning a, 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 a corporate entity as an artist owning their history and inviting discussion about their checkered past uh, without saying so and without trying to guide it and without being defensive about it like yep this is what we've done this is all of it um and now keep in mind this comes from somebody as you well know who who goes to confession every week on great night uh and and thinks of the worst thing he did all week and and blurts it out so that the universe can have nothing on him but but maybe i don't know it it, this would have been 
But, I, I, for all I know, they are in there. But this could have been a very good opportunity for uh, Disney to just say, this is what we've done. Please discuss. Well, uh, all right. Well, but understanding like this is not the venue that they've chosen to, to do that. Outside of that, how do you feel about 100 movies in 18 discs? Oh, oh for $1,500? That's dumb as crap. <laughs> really? It is a, I, I, the list is, does have a lot of bangers on it, I will say. Uh, Such as? Uh, uh, when it starts with Snow White, you've got all of the classic I've heard of her. Pixar's, Toy Stories, Incredibles. Uh, uh, it's, it's a lot. It's, there's not a lot of Jafar goes to the dentist. It's, uh, <laughs> Jafar goes to the dentist is my new favorite series. But, 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 but this is all physical media though. Uh, yes. They're Blu-rays, well, but you get digital codes. So presumably those would be movies anywhere or, um, I guess, I guess that's pilot. also why I see a missed opportunity because, um, if you have challenging material that needs to be discussed, mm -hmm. uh, at least make it, you know, Take two or three steps to get there. And uh, unlike Disney Plus, where everything is one click away, you know, maybe put your challenging material two or three clicks in so that you have to show some investment that you're actually trying to watch and dissect what it meant in the context of the time or whatever. I, I, I just feel like I, I, the, the, the only indictment I could give is uh, if they don't include all of the weird stuff, they've missed an opportunity. I think for a company that is so image focused as Disney, this is not the place where they do that. So, like, so where do they do it? Uh, probably nowhere ever. Uh, they, uh, like because actually, because because what if if I was Disney and I was if you pressed me if I was Bob Disney and you pressed me on it, I would say, well, don't we want to? We we would like to move on and prove that we are better than than that. We agree that that happened. You agree that that happened. It's out there. It's not like people can't find it or watch X, Y, or Z. But we don't really want to, we, we have, they have only so much that they want to continue to hold on to, publish, and perform any number of these old historical things. But we are, we are getting in the capital W weeds on this one. I, I, I do have a pitch, though. Tell me if you like this. Uh, so out in San Francisco, there's the Disney Family Museum. And the first thing when you walk in is you see the special super-duper Oscar that they made for the Disney Corporation consisting of seven different Oscars. And then you walk through the phase and you walk past an entire exhibit okay. where uh, uh, Walt Disney was obsessed with taking down communism and, and he hated unions and so on. Um, uh, and okay. then, like, what if there, like, if you, if you physically want to show up and you physically want to walk through the story and you physically want to watch this movie... It's right there, buddy. Uh, that's all it takes. And so that 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 makes Disney better for this solves Disney for you. That's a, that puts Disney in in takes them out of the lose column, put them in the win. I, you I, finally did it. You solved all your past I, history. Uh, okay, like, okay. That, that's the problem. Yeah, you're, you're right. I, I I don't know if this solves anything, but at least it it gives them the moral high ground to say, "Hey, man, it's right here. All you have to do is fly to this city and go see it." Well, I because <laughs> because what they say now is, "Hey, it's all on the internet, and you all of the freaks who want to watch it can already watch it because you have it." Yeah. I don't know. All right. Well, yeah. here's something that uh, we uh, love having: dispatches from the front. Oh, it's where they write letters to us. Yeah. Uh, Brian, uh, uh, we got a letter here from Gubbins. 
Uh, Gubbin says, Court Killers, one of the sticking points I am having with replacing cable for my parents is that my dad switches channels a lot by typing in the channel numbers. He also, like use, he also likes using the back button or the recall button to go between two channels when they have commercials or when a program is boring. How can I replicate that ease of changing channels on a streaming service? Is that even a thing? I'm thinking of Hulu plus live TV or something like that. Thank you, Gubbins. Brian, uh, 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 do you know about this? Have you the, thought? The, the short answer is I don't know, but I think that's a really, really good question because uh, part of transitioning somebody from one format to another, part of the reason that you know our parents and grandparents hold on to cable is because it's familiar, it's simple, they don't have to learn a new OS. Um, we, we've seen some excellent analogs to that stuff. Uh, part of it is like you could throw money at it to get rid of the ads and you just go to the thing and the thing is there. Um, uh, part of it is aggregators like the uh, Apple TV hardware device that knows all your logins to all the things and just pretends to be a cable box and, and what has have you. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I think that while I don't have an answer, Gubbins, uh, uh, I think you've asked the very most rightest question that people should write into us at cordkillers at gmail.com. Uh, Bryce, do, do you have any in intuitions about this? Um, I I was trying to find an exact answer, but I, I, I couldn't uh, uh, in, the, in the in that past minute. Uh, but I, I, I thought that at least one of the streamers with live TV did have like a previous channel or a recall channel button. But I, I also know that a lot of them don't. Um, in a frustrating way because there's not an alternative. There's not like you can type in 1355 and that gets you what you were, you know, that gets you the speed channel or whatever. Like you, you, there isn't anything like that in most. So I would say maybe, maybe base, base that on what you're looking for, for your parents, Gubbins is see if there's a pre, cause it's a, it is a common thing. People like that. People want that. Um, that, that might, actually be an opportunity if somebody wanted to create a website or a platform or something where it's like, hello, for $5, I'm going to listen to what you like to do. And then I'm going to teach you how to do everything you want to do cheaper and uh, using essentially the same things. Uh, so, uh, okay, for 24 hours, I have watched the way you watch TV. Seems like you like blank, blank, and blank. Seems like you always skip over at this point. Uh, like th This may be an AI opportunity to create something that organically helps people transition over from one to the other. But Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, please l uh, let us know, uh, Gubbins, how it goes. Because uh, I, I wonder if moving to streaming or moving to watching more stuff on, on demand um, will... <laughs> kind of wash all of that out kind of to bring it all wash. I, I i do know that for my parents the answer appears to be uh, roku tv like like once they bought a tv that had roku built in or actually they bought a roku device and they were able to access all of their stuff nowadays like when they want something and they know it's over in cable land they'll settle for something that's in youtube land or what have you mm -hmm. yeah and and the the channel flipping experience just uh isn't on it i mean if that's, that's what they want. That's TikTok. That's why TikTok is popular is because it gives you the sense of just, you know, flipping channels. Yeah. We also have uh, this letter from John. John writes, Dear Brian, Tom, and Bryce, I know you're already set in motion for Cord Killers Reckoning. Uh, if you're not aware, that's us rebranding, rebadging just a little bit coming up soon. Come, uh, 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 one week, two weeks? Oh, okay. I think Pretty it's soon. two weeks, but, 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 but we're definitely altering the meta story of our show. 
uh, John writes, it's been a fun listen uh, to uh, the, pro- the thought process during the after talk. Check it out on Patreon. However, during the most recent Court Killers, I heard you say that the, the new villains are the streamers. So, of course, my immediate thought uh, would be to what to call the podcast next uh, or what to call the next podcast even. From Cord Killers, John recommends Stream Dammers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so right. the primary target could be called a damn it. <laughs> D-A-M. Yeah, yep, yeah. yep, yep. Uh, Lock it off. What to watch could be Chew on this. Okay. Eyes on could be In the Beaver Lodge. Uh, you know what? I'm going to pretend that I don't know the deeper meaning of that. Yeah. Uh, front lines could be Running Water. Uh, Hope it's clean water. Okay. And, and dispatches from the front is what's around the pond. Uh, John finishes by writing things uh, are always less funny when you actually write them down. You know what? I, I would push back on that. I would say that they're more funny <laughs> now that we've read them. Now that you've written them down. <laughs> yeah, th- we needed that. Met- we needed the post ironic layer to make this a lot, a lot better. Thank you, John. And yeah, <laughs> and, and for anybody who's not been paying, who's not been keeping up to date, uh, we're aware that all the cords have been killed, and we're trying to figure out how to keep our show relevant. So right now, we're headed towards uh, Cord Killers, The Reckoning. Uh, we'll keep you posted in the After Talk segment. Bryce, what is our show, and how do they find us? <laughs> our show is Cord Killers. That's what this has been. Our website is CordKillers.com. Our email address is CordKillers at gmail.com. And we're live on Twitch.tv slash Night Attack Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. We'll kill your cords next time. Hey, Tom Merritt, what's going yes. on? I'm just hanging out here watching this scroll go by. Uh, what are you doing? Trying to set up a bit where we thank our beautiful, beautiful patrons. All these wonderful names. I'm sorry. Names. I'm too distracted looking at these beautiful, beautiful patron names going by. Look at that one. I mean, if you wanted to be one of these people, patreon.com slash cordkillers would be the place to go. I mean, they're, yeah. scra- they're, they're scratching our itch. Like, because we're I think addicted. as long as it's consensual, like, we're fine. We're addicted to their money. And love. Might as well face it. Well, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>